0: I'm Melody Hilton and I'm Joel Hilton and I'm Katie Stansfield and we're back with another episode of Life Exchange Podcast where we talk to you about exchanging life. (laughs) What kind of podcast listeners are you guys? Like I have ones, I'm not speaking to you two in the room because I don't know how much you listen to podcasts. I'm speaking to our listeners, but I have ones that like they come out every week on the same day and i like they're listened to like right away. And then there's ones that i like every once in a while i'll stop in and see what's going on. But do you listen to any podcasts, mama? No, no. no. <laughs>
1: I didn't think so. At first i was going to say no for me, but I listen to Chief Podcast every day. Oh. So after the game, I listen to that one. Then I listen to the upcoming one, what team we're going to be playing, and then all the commentary that comes with it. So.
0: Yeah, I
2: listen to those when I'm in the car with Steven.
0: Yeah, I hear them sometimes in the hallway. I'll hear if he's eating lunch or something, Mm -hmm. I'll hear the Chiefs Podcast.
1: Yeah, when I put them on, if, it, well, Aiden doesn't care, but if the if the younger ones are in there, they're like, oh, <laughs> can we How put music you? on?
0: Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but, and none of them are sports related. Well. So, um, welcome to another episode. Yeah. I forgot what we were doing for a second of Life Exchange. <laughs> Um, Joel was over there playing with a ruler earlier And it made me just ever so slightly nervous um, Not because he I don't throw
1: uh, project- projectiles yeah, at you anymore years
0: and years ago He used to like to thre- threaten oh, you're to throw sound very things at me And I only say threaten Not because he was doing it in a violent way But because I really hate stuff flying at me that's why I've never played sports, because they all have to do with stuff flying at you. <laughs> she has a,
1: a lot of bad experiences with balls flying at her. Just,
0: I don't understand why you would want something flying at your face. But, but you haven't done that in a long time, so I was less nervous that that ruler was coming in my direction. <laughs> but I, don't, I only did soft round things around you. Yeah. yeah, there were a few times I confiscated. Well, his office used to be next to mine. So it happened more frequently.
1: It was just those stress balls. And then I would just be around like juggling them or like throwing it up against the wall and popping it back.
0: Yeah, And then I took them away. (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) what
1: she has not had the privilege of having an older brother. That's right. And that's what older brothers do. Yes. They Mm -hmm. find great enjoyment in the suffering of... (laughs) Younger sisters. (laughs) Yeah. Don't let my son hear that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell your son, hey, I had four older brothers. Please be kind to (laughs) Maxwell. (laughs) Yeah, I tell him to be because. Yep, I had it, so I don't want. I
0: mean, that said, I was the oldest and I didn't have any brothers, but I definitely took on that role of like instigating at Uh, times. Yeah, I still do sometimes, I'm honest, (laughs) but so. Well, today we're talking about wisdom and... And you said that story
1: because you were saying that I was not wise in that moment.
0: No, it wasn't related. It, just, <laughs> it was just my my own brain. As you had that ruler snapping around, I was like, you can trust him. You can trust him. You can trust
1: <laughs> Today we're talking about trauma, apparently.
0: It wasn't that serious, but... <laughs>
1: You really thought I was
0: going to throw a ruler at you? No, I didn't. But it's just that still that like thing, like I don't want stuff flying at me. It had nothing to do with you personally. It was just, and then I thought you have a history. He won't do it. (laughs) Now
1: I'm interested. Where did this come from? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I've got these weird things that I don't, if there's trauma related to them, it is far suppressed because I don't know. But why well, I can't say things. that I
1: disagree with you. We went to a, a baseball game, <laughs> oh, yeah. and we were along like the the first Foul baseline. Line, and I was like, w- "This thing could really come <laughs> flying at us," and so.
0: But you know, there's two types of people in that situation: one that will is ready to catch the ball, and the other one that just ducks. And I'm definitely in the ducking category. <laughs>
1: Well, I was thinking, well, I don't have a baseball glove with me, so I have a sweatshirt, so I took the sweatshirt (laughs) off to think I could, like, wrangle it if it came close.
0: Make a net for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I've seen the internet before. Bad things happen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they end up on the internet, so.
1: I always start our, our days out, like, when we go out as a family, We're not going to the ER today, guys. We're going
0: to go well today. That's my rule with kids. Your kids are well familiar with my rule. All right, guys. We're not doing the ER urgent care today, so (laughs) act accordingly. And that's never happened on my watch, so. All right. Mama's got that look on her face. I'm just patiently waiting. (laughs) (laughs) To release heaven on earth through this podcast. Oh, guys. Oh, guys. That's our tagline. Oh, guys. So, do you want to get us started over there, man of wisdom? Oh. <laughs> what is wisdom? I'll get we start. all know you have a definition over there waiting.
1: I do have a definition, <laughs> but I will start out by asking the question. So, guys, what is wisdom?
0: Now you're going to just throw. I have definitions as well. So, all right. Well, you can give yours and then I
1: will see if I agree.
0: Well, take it up with Oxford. (laughs) I'm
1: more of a Cambridge kind of guy.
0: Yeah. Well, the Oxford Dictionary says that wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the quality of being wise, which. (laughs) <laughs> it's an okay Not definition. Not very descriptive. Actually, when yeah. I looked
1: at a lot of the definitions, I'm like, these are failing in well, a lot of ways.
0: So then I pulled up my Bible dictionaries and they had a little more to them. One of them says that wisdom is a moral rather than an intellectual quality and that to be foolish is to be godless, which I thought that was better. There's more meat to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's moral rather than intellectual quality. And another one says that wisdom is the quality of discerning what is true, what what is ethically right, and what should be done in different situations.
1: And it comes from the fear of the Lord.
0: Yes, that was later on in my, yeah. yeah.
1: So do you have any definitions, Mom?
0: No, I just, as you
2: read that, I thought it was pretty good because in James, it talks about the wisdom that does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. Mm -hmm. So that's very much an immoral type thing. But the wisdom that is from above is pure and peaceful, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So it's really dealing with the character and the nature and the moral goodness of an individual much more than knowing what to do in a, you know, strategies and structures and all those type of things that we often apply wisdom to.
1: So the definition that I have is really basic. It's just really simple, but wisdom is the practical application of correct knowledge and understanding. So wisdom is knowing what to do, how to do it, even how to say it. When to do it with whom to do it with (laughs) wisdom is the practical application of correct knowledge and understanding. So I want to expand on that a little bit because a lot of times, even when you read scripture, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, they're kind of like intertwined together. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're very similar, but they have some differences. So knowledge in the most basic sense is knowledge is the gathering and the familiarization of facts. And a fact is facts are things or they represent a statement of truth. So that could be a true person, a true event, a true concept, a true assessment, true information. It also refers to learning or the process of expanding the mind. So knowledge is the gathering and familiarization of facts. So let's go back to wisdom. Wisdom is the practical application of correct knowledge or knowledge. So if you have facts that are not true, it would be hard to walk in wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but what is understanding? And that's why teaching is so important. So the the most basic form of understanding is understanding is the correct organization and ordering of related facts and truths. So wow. knowledge is the gathering of facts or true statements, and understanding is the correct organization of those facts and truths. So understanding enables you to connect the dots between the facts. So the best example that I can use of that is, you remember as a kid, uh, connect the dots. Right. Mm-hmm. You saw all these numbers and you didn't know really what it was until you until you started connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. And so as you connected the dots, the picture became evident. Yeah. So understanding will take the knowledge that you gained and make sense of it. And that's why teaching, research, study, and fellowship with the Holy Spirit and also fellowship with fellow believers is really important. So it's not just because you get into trouble when you have facts without understanding. Right, like that's what the internet is—all <laughs> these facts, and some may not even be true, quote unquote facts. But they're just people are just blathering them out, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people just don't even understand how those facts work together. And. Um, I remember listening to this one guy and he was talking about a a specific thing that I don't really want to go into (laughs) because it opens up a can of worms. But he was talking um, about a lot of experiences that he's had. Some of the most uh, determined individuals on this particular topic were the ones that knew the least about the topic.
2: Mm -hmm. They
1: just had little facts or little statements or memes that they shared And they were the most opinionated opinionated about it, but they really didn't have a full grasp of what was or the science behind it or the study behind it. So going back to what is wisdom, wisdom is the practical application of correct knowledge. So true facts and understanding, which is the ordering and organization of those facts so that you can actually see the full picture. So let me give you a scripture on this or give you an example of how this works even in the kingdom of God. So, Mark 4 2. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him. So he got into a boat. Then he sat in the boat while all the people remained on the shore and he taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. So Jesus was speaking to a large crowd. He was teaching truths about the kingdom of God. In this case, it was the parable of the sower. And so that crowd, a large group of people, everybody received the same basic knowledgeable facts and truths of his teaching. Right? Mm -hmm. Everybody got the same information. Mm -hmm. And Mark 4.10. So this is later. It says, later, when Jesus was alone with the 12 disciples and with the others who were gathered around, they asked him what the parables meant. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, guess what? These disciples had an opportunity for understanding. That's Mm -hmm. good. So, Jesus brings understanding to his parables. He explains what the seeds and the soil and the birds of the air symbolized. Mm -hmm. Now, from that place of understanding, then they could potentially walk out divine wisdom. Which is, what is wisdom? Wisdom is the practical application of correct knowledge and understanding. So, which I think this is interesting when you're just talking about theology. Some people can have information Mm -hmm. and they can be so Mm -hmm. um, justified in their expression of it. And but they might not have the full understanding or they might not even have the full context of it. Yeah. And that's why there's divisions. That's why there's um strife. Mm-hmm. Because, well, look at these facts that I well, you don't even know how they fit together. Yeah. So wisdom is uh the application of correct knowledge and understanding. So those are how those three really work together.
2: Mm. Wow, that's
0: good. Yeah.
1: So that was what i thought of with the question what is wisdom
0: (laughs) there you go um yeah kind of going along with that there was another there was a word um one of the words in hebrew uh, a derivative of wisdom it says that it refers to clear thinking that results in effective action which is goes right along with what you were just saying but I really, yeah, wisdom
1: is the application
0: but I really liked the clear thinking aspect mm-hmm. of of it that it's it wasn't it's not just my reasoning based upon my current grid of the way that I see things but it's clear thinking like it's it's mm-hmm. it's tr- like pure
1: it's well that's what understanding is it's not just information but it's how those those facts are that those pieces of information like a puzzle fit together so that you can see with clarity yeah like in that in the example of connecting the dots you can sometimes kind of make out what it
0: is yeah
1: but until you actually connect the dots mm-hmm. you don't really see what it
0: you don't have is. the clarity you don't
1: have the clarity of what it is
0: yeah yeah so just really, i like that Well,
2: I I went a whole lot more less cognitive (laughs) and um, a little bit more uh, just recognizing that wisdom is a gift of God, but I think was very unique when you were talking about understanding Joel is because when we inquire of the Lord, he has perfect understanding. And when he speaks to us, those are our, as it were, aha moments, those those moments when we do get the clarity, which I believe is an understanding because uh, our God does not hold back wisdom. Because why do we inquire? It's because we don't have wisdom. We don't have the clarity. We don't have the understanding. We might even know some facts, but we don't know how to connect the dots. And so when we... And that's
1: why I said, remember, it's not just fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah where there's illumination and revelation, but it's also connection with fellow believers. Mm-hmm. Like there have been times where um, I got a revelation from the Holy Spirit and I was going to preach on it or I was preparing to preach on it and I would go down and go up and sit with my dad and say, hey, what do you think about this? Challenge this thought that I feel mm. like is from the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, "Well, oh, I just feel this thing. I feel like the Holy Spirit just mm-hmm. Like having those that actually and and maybe he he was in agreement with it but he says have you thought of this dot yeah have you thought about this perspective and because of that it actually opened up mm-hmm. the clarity of what was what the holy spirit was even showing to me like i don't want you to think of wisdom in a vacuum
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: of like you just attain, if you attain all the knowledge, all the correct information, and you feel like you pieced it together all on your own strength, just you and the Holy Spirit, that doesn't necessarily mean you walk in wisdom. Mm -hmm. I think it does take the vetting of fellow believers to say, you know what? I don't know if that
0: fits. Well, Proverbs says that a fool does what is right in his own eyes, but a, a wise person listens to counsel. So it's biblical what you're saying so you're saying the
1: bible (laughs) agrees with me is that what you're saying that's
0: what i'm saying yep (laughs) yeah and i think that's that's a really mature thing and i think um you know wisdom kind of denotes maturity in some ways but that it that it's it is beyond just your own current thoughts that you are able to um hold it up to other people's perspectives thoughts opinions you're able to gather that information, order it, organize it correctly, and then have a clear picture of how to apply now,
1: it. Now, I will say this because I also believe this as well. Some people want to get everybody's opinion. <laughs> yeah. And that just produces chaos, I feel like. Now, I'm not saying that any anybody can really bring like, um, what's the word, like a pushback at, on like what you're feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I I've heard people like, I got to make this decision. And you're asking 40 people. Uh, yeah. Like,
0: I'm like, you're just asking for confusion yeah.
1: because everybody has, um, everybody has a little different perspective and which can be good. But if you're trying to navigate all that, even before you make the step, mm-hmm. sometimes things are revealed because, oh, I stepped out and now it's clear. So that that's more of a practical like application type thing. Not necessarily maybe in theology. I'm just talking about practical things like, should I buy a house? Well, you talk to your dad. Well, Jesus is coming back in three (laughs) weeks and then you talk to this person. And then well, have you seen the housing market? You know what? You should really invest into gold and silver. Like you're going to not know what to do. So in that sense of like, sometimes you got to gather information, um and try to piece it together but
0: in well, some things
1: you're not going to have the full picture and
0: you just mentioned like i just thought of it you said in that example you should mm-hmm. and i think when gathering information you're not just looking for opinion yeah. and you're not looking on things that are not founded on experience like look at actual factual <laughs> mm-hmm. like information not just like everyone's whim or thought or opinion cuz If you're trying to do that, I don't think that's wisdom. Mm -hmm. I don't, that's, you're, you're, I I mean, there's no, there's no grounding to it. There's Mm -hmm. no solid basis to that. Well, I think when it's talking about like the
2: multitude of counsel, I I think if you look at that and you recognize who are you going to, so (laughs) if it is someone who has proven to have yeah. wisdom in the area exactly. of where you need wisdom. Yeah. So uh, you go to somebody who understands uh, the physical body if you have need to make decisions about your physical body or whatever. So you find that individual that carries that knowledge, understanding, and wisdom in different areas. And that's why I love uh, where it says, if any man lack Wisdom, ask of God, and He gives generously, uh, and and I love that because He is all knowledge, He is all wisdom. And then when you look at others that you're gathering counsel from, you you look at those that have a proven track record, yeah. yeah, proven track record, as it were. Mm-hmm. And so I and think I would even in that say
1: finding people that maybe challenge your view of something because. I feel like some people, because we live in the information age and you can find any YouTube video that will back what you want anyways, like you said about health. And you're like, I found a guy, a chiropractor in Texas that says all I need to do is eat bacon and I should
0: be good. A chiropractor in Texas.
1: <laughs> they're like, they're a doctor. Well, really, they're holistic uh, herb specialist, And they're like, yeah. Just eat bacon all day. Like, it's really, that's why we were designed to do it this way. And dad's like, amen. We were meant to eat vegetables <laughs> and rice and beans. But that's my point. It's like... Well,
2: in that, you look you look at a proven track record. And so I know when I, uh, okay, if I need counsel uh, or support or, or wisdom in a certain area, I... I find a person in my life that who's been successful in those things. I guess things. my
1: point in saying this, some people aren't looking for wisdom. Yeah. They're looking for a reason to back of what they want already. Oh. Yeah. Well
2: then you're really not pursuing wisdom
0: then. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. I feel
1: like it's important to point this out because <laughs> we we all do this to some extent, yeah. right? So if you're like I'm on the search for wisdom, really I'm on the search for justifying <laughs> my limited viewpoint. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, wisdom is what the application, seeing the picture for application of that wisdom, because you can gain wisdom, but if you don't apply it, it really isn't wisdom. Then it has just become more knowledge. Well, that's why
1: scripture talks about the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So it mm, it's all yeah. through the lens of heaven's perspective or mm. God's view mm-hmm. of something and lining with that.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and I think for us personally, I think wisdom is a lifelong process. Uh, You know, I can look throughout my life and things that I thought were wisdom at one point in time, even in the multitude of counsel, (laughs) even in inquiring of the Lord, you know, we have our own mindsets, which is exactly what you were talking about, our own ways of thinking. And you have a group of
1: people that think the same. That's why they're in a group.
2: Yeah, that's right. So that we're, we're collaborating in this community and And so then when you get to the other side, you're going, okay, Uh, a lot of times we gain wisdom, not just from what went well, but from what did not go well. So we learn over time, you know, proven principles. And and I think that's where a lot of times uh, I personally feel like I've gained some wisdom in my life not just from a success or from counsel but from my failures i've learned what does not work i learned what was not wise and a healthier way of functioning and living and leading and all those things and from that um place then you're able that's what mentorships about receiving from mentors and being a mentor you take what you've developed, what you've attained, and you invested into somebody else. and uh, But I do believe we first, we first inquire of the Lord, because there were many times in my life where man's opinion, even people that I thought had wisdom, really didn't align with God's wisdom there's worldly wisdom and then there's godly wisdom
1: there's or how they even perceive god's wisdom correct correct so we're making this more confusing as possible <laughs> well I, can, I don't know if this is on topic and we don't have to continue great, with it throw another one in there yeah well i was just, that's why i personally like healthy good healthy debate because then mm-hmm. I can hear both sides mm-hmm. of people that actually believe even though I don't necessarily agree their viewpoint or their their hypothesis, I can it's almost like a truer representation of what they believe. Because a lot of times if you're just in groupthink, they always like make the opposite argument scary. Like you know that they eat their young. You know that they abuse women. You know and They villainize. Yeah, they villainize. And then the argument is never really dealt with, like Mm -hmm. confronted. So that's why I like finding good, healthy debates on theological things, on political things, uh, so that you can. And some debates aren't good because it's just personal attacks. But if it is a good debate, like you're uh, attacking ideas instead of people, Mm -hmm. that's a good way to. I like the way
2: you said that, attacking ideas, not people. That's good.
1: It just yeah. flew out. Just flew out. <laughs> yeah. So get find opportunities for that. And yeah, anyway, I don't know if that all fit, but I just felt like I wanted to say it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's life the most real thing. I just <laughs> felt right like there. I wanted to say it.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a three-year-old kid. Like, why did you do that? Just felt like punching her in the face. <laughs> like. I, <laughs> Just felt like pulling her hair. I mean, like, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) And I'd appreciate that rather than like some excuse. (laughs) Well, back to wisdom.
0: (laughs) Well, I have some scripture from James, which for a while I was listening to James every day because it's like the New Testament book of wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But it says in chapter three, who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show you. Um, by his good behavior, his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. For this wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, and demonic. And I love that it it goes on, but I love that because it's, it kind of speaks to like, if you think that you're wise, but your behavior is um, acting in opposition to the character of mm-hmm. God, then your wisdom is demonic. Like you can be wise in your own eyes and it not be the wisdom of heaven. And then it keeps going. It says for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. But the wisdom from above is first is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering and without hypocrisy it's such a loaded little passage, but I just love that. It's saying you can think that you're wise, you can be wise in your own eyes and you are actually walking in the ways of earthly, natural, demonic character, but actual wisdom from above is first pure. Like what is the motive here? Even in my debate, even in my pursuit of Knowledge, understanding, wisdom, what is my motive? Is it pure? Am I after what is righteous or am I after what is right in my own eyes? So determining. Am I gathering
1: that. information to prove my point? Yeah. Or am I really on a s- search for understanding? And how am I
0: doing it? And yeah. am I am I pursuing that in selfish ambition or in arrogance or in hypocrisy? So it doesn't just speak to like what we're doing, but how am I going about doing it? Mm -hmm. And all of those things matter biblically when we're talking about wisdom and what it's supposed to look like for us as believers.
2: I think one thing that really hinders wisdom, or we can look at ourselves and say, all right, uh, right now I am doing what appeals to my emotions. Mm -hmm. to my senses, to my ego, to to my personal needs, or my personal opinion. And so when I'm driven by that, that's already proof that I'm not walking in wisdom.
0: Or the wisdom of heaven, yeah.
2: Yeah, the wisdom Mm -hmm. is that earthly wisdom, it's that worldly wisdom, or it, because if it's driven by my ego, and ultimately what benefits me, then it's, It's not going to produce godly wisdom, Mm -hmm. not just in my life, but any person that I connect to. Yeah. Because I'm trying to gather, like you said earlier, people Mm -hmm. to agree with me to cater to my needs and, you know, my ego or my opinions. And that's whenever we feel ourselves moving in that direction. If I have to be right, if you have to follow my wisdom. Yeah. You know, so I might even say something that's wisdom, but you better follow it. So now it's, it's being communicated in a way that's kind of manipulative. So it's really not wisdom, uh, in its purest sense, Mm -hmm. because, and you said earlier, and I think this is so true, true biblical wisdom really gives us clarity of thought. And I, in the word pure, um, I love the word pure because to me and the things that I do, the word pure means without fear. Mm -hmm. And if it's without fear and it's without ego, there's a purity of thought processes that cause things to be clear. So I have a greater ability to connect the dots to see the picture of of how I should respond or what I should do.
1: See what you did there.
2: What? What? Connect the dots. Yeah. I connected it to your dots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I also love the element that where um like wisdom is not self-serving, uh, which nothing in the kingdom is, but just just like, you know, the famous guy, the famous wisdom guy in the Bible, Solomon, he asked he didn't ask for what would only satisfy him, but he asked for wisdom in how to rule the people rightly in purity in clarity um and just how like in our pursuit that it's not just wisdom for wisdom's sake it's not that arrogance it's not the um where later in the new testament it talks about how professing themselves wise they became fools it's it's not taking the glory of god and and making it um this cheap idol Um, but it's actually, it's applying that wisdom for the greater, (laughs) the greater good. Uh, how do I, how do I apply or how do I use this knowledge, not just to benefit me, Mm -hmm. but how can I use that in an area of service and an area of worship towards, um, towards creation? It's just
2: that story, uh, Really, kind of rocks me with Solomon because he was not prudent at all. <laughs> like he, he may, he did a lot of things that was completely unwise.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And but in that where he chose wisdom, it was actually in a dream. So his spirit, man his his heart, uh, his encounter with God, as it were, in that dream was to have wisdom. Mm -hmm. But then his inability to fully apply that to his own life, he did a great job when it came to others. But when it came to his personal decisions, where he probably didn't inquire of anybody else, because he was the king, right? He was not prudent. So it kind of shows the unique dichotomy of Solomon, who is known for his wisdom, also not Having the prudence or the wisdom to make healthy, mature, godly decisions for his life. Mm-hmm. And so we could really have wisdom in one area, but really lack it in another. But that area that he lacked in was that was the area that he was very ego driven. Yeah. He wanted to satisfy himself. Yeah but when he was focused on the people and making decisions for the people he he was full of wisdom and so i think that's a great divider of where is the where does that pure wisdom come from or where or does it not come from yeah when we when we get in the way of our decision making
1: that's why all three of those things knowledge understanding and wisdom really have to be tied together
2: yeah yeah,
1: but wisdom is really the mark that we should be aiming towards. I know sometimes people so focus on knowledge and the the mm. the collection of truth as the mark, mm-hmm. but really, biblically, it's wisdom is the mark. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs four seven, wisdom is the principal thing.
2: Mm, yeah,
1: the main thing. Therefore, get wisdom Mm -hmm. in all you're getting, what are we, in all you're collecting, right? In all your knowledge getting, what does it say? Get wisdom. So I'll read it again. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, pursue wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding, So how all three of them really need to work together. Actually, uh, uh, an example that I thought of as you guys were talking, I was thinking with a woman called an adultery. Mm. Like these Pharisees, they had all the facts and all the figures and all the law. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, okay, let me bring some understanding. (laughs) Hey, you without sin, you cast the first stone. Oh, now it... Now the picture's bigger. Now I yeah. see more clearly. And what do they do? Wisdom. They drop their stones and walk away. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when we, I, I just want to attack like that, um, that idea that wisdom is just knowing a bunch of things, knowing a bunch of facts. Yes, that is part of pursuing wisdom, but it's getting what is true having the understanding of how they fit together and then walking it out, which is wisdom is the the expression or the application of correct knowledge and understanding.
2: That's why when we function in wisdom, that's where structures are established, right? You're not worshiping the structure, but it gives you the ability to create the structures and the systems and the processes, because that's the walking it out. But the goal isn't just the structure. It's gaining the wisdom to create that, to know what to do, yeah. the process, how to bring to pass whatever goal or objective or what you're needing that wisdom for.
1: Now, I am, per- I am a person that likes to gather information. But the goal is to walk in wisdom.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, in Proverbs 15, 2, it says, The tongue of the wise, so we're talk, talking about a wise person, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly. Do You get that? Knowledge is truth, statements mm-hmm. of truth. The tongue of the wise uses your facts <laughs> rightly, but the mouth of fools pour forth foolishness. Wow. Have you ever been on social media? <laughs> this verse was written for today's social media. We have to understand in our pursuit of wisdom that we are finite and we are limited. Mm-hmm. We don't know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, but a wise person can take knowledge, take what is true and present it in a wise way. So how do we apply it? I guess that's really the question. How do we apply wisdom? Well, we have to use knowledge correctly or wisely.
0: Yeah, there's some questions that have helped me think clear, more clearly. But one of them is, what do I really know about this situation? Just that question alone, like when my emotions are getting involved or when other people's opinions are getting involved or when I only know one side of the story, just stopping and going, what do I really know about this situation? Like, what do I firsthand, factually, no. And then what information would be useful for me to get right now? What questions would be beneficial for me to ask? What opinions should I seek out? And then what what can I do right now? What steps can I take right now with Mm -hmm. what I have? Just like kind of asking those questions. So So I'm not just making a rash decision based upon emotions or whatever else, but just just how do I invite wisdom in? And like those questions are helpful for me at times. Of how, how, how do I step into this way of wisdom that we're all supposed to live in? Well,
1: that verse is really saying you can have correct knowledge. You might have the actual truth, but you can still have actual truth and not walk in wisdom. What does it say? It says the tongue of the wise... Use knowledge rightly. So the tongue of the wise can take what is true and use it rightly. But the mouth of fools pour forth foolishness. So you can even have correct information and it be destructive by how you present it. Yeah, wow.
2: Isn't there an aspect of wisdom, though, is is to look and say, what is the goal? What is the objective? What is the purpose? Because wisdom is to be applied, correct? Mm -hmm. So you're applying it to something that will produce a desired effect, correct? So wouldn't there be a goal or an objective or a purpose?
1: Can I give it to you? Yeah. 1 Corinthians 8.1. Now about food sacrifice to idols. So this was an issue back in that time. Okay, that's good. And we know that we all have knowledge concerning this. So he's speaking to the people that know the truth. So now about food sacrifice to idols. We know that we all have the knowledge concerning this. Knowledge alone makes people self-righteously arrogant. Wow. But love which is wisdom manifested, but love that unselfishly seeks the best for others, builds up and encourages others to grow in wisdom. So knowledge alone will, can, has the potential to make you self-righteously arrogant.
2: Mm-hmm. But, so, But they, there was a goal, there was a reason for them gathering this because they were confronting this issue. Of need sacrificed at, to idols, so they were dealing with that. Let let's confront this issue or this situation. So then they, but brought, it
1: needed to be done in love, in right. wisdom. So for what purpose to build and encourage others up?
2: That's right. So they were able to confront what they were there. So they
1: were able to even use truth and use it wisely. The tongue of the wise. To bring a solution of yeah
0: of unity. Building up and encouraging
1: others to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Like knowledge is not just so that you can demonstrate how smart you are and how much the Bible you know. It's for if you are walking in love, to build each other up and help those around you grow. Absolutely.
2: I want to go back to the source because what was the very first couple words it was about meat sacrifice mm-hmm. to idols so they they were together discussing a problem you know an a issue difference in that time. Yeah. an mm-hmm. issue at that time so they got together to say okay how how do we confront this situation so their goal was to solve it or to process it uh, or to come to a conclusion of what is God's wisdom in this in relationship to meat sacrifice to idols? And then everything you just said gave them the wisdom. The thing that was the most important thing in this situation wasn't about the meat. It was about love. So the goal became love. The goal became, you know, the rest of that scripture. So, uh, because it, if well, getting, I will say
1: it's a good thing that we don't deal with stuff like this nowadays. <laughs> I mean, bec- I mean, the are you saying change. that this verse is relevant for today? Oh,
2: absolutely! Yeah, I was just talking about because we we get together and we want to solve a problem, or we want to think about, or how are we going to process this, or how are we going to deal with this, or, or, how, that. Are gonna this, or yeah. how are we
1: going to confront this, or how are we going to call these heretics out, and how mm-hmm. are we going to do or, this? No,
2: not even just that. Is we're facing whatever situation and then basically went through the wisdom when wisdom was applied, it made something that was big, very small because the focus was love. Yeah. So we're making this big deal out of this when actually wisdom just says, don't violate the law of love. Yeah.
1: But our goal was also for growth. But the only, the only way for that to happen Is to function in love. Mm -hmm. Yes, you don't deny the truth, so that they could grow and be built up. Mm -hmm. Because knowledge alone, right? Other versions say knowledge alone puffs up. I like this better. Yeah, (laughs) not better, but I like this translation a little bit more. Knowledge alone makes people self-righteously arrogant. Yeah, knowledge alone.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's really good.
1: But love. The goal was to build up and to help mature.
2: Yep. So how are we going to do that? And right there, wisdom gave them the process because they were facing something that was dividing. Mm -hmm. That's a very relevant scripture for today. (laughs) Very good.
0: And I think like as just um, people living in this day and age, as we face situations that we need, we need wisdom. In um, the Bible, gives us lots and lots of wisdom if you actually look for it, and then look and see how do I apply this, or am I applying this in this in this situation? Um,
1: well, the fact is, too, is I believe a lot of people in the church do have uh, pieces of truth, mm-hmm. but when you have understanding, you realize. Oh that's just a little part of the picture. Yeah. It's not the full picture. And so what happens is people make that little part that they have, that truth that they hold and make it the they make it the main thing when it's really not the main thing. Mm-hmm. It's a part of the picture, but it's not the main thing.
0: Or if like if I have the truth and maybe like I really do have the the knowledge and the understanding of how something needs to be done but I mm-hmm. don't apply it in wisdom like yeah. I use my words mm-hmm. stoutly against the other people, yeah. or I um I bring anger into the mix, or I'm motivated by um pride or arrogance, then I'm taking what could have been wisdom and I'm corrupting it. And I'm not and I'm I'm not able to bring wisdom to that situation. Even if I'm doing all the right things, I'm not doing it in wisdom because I'm ignoring some of the principles of wisdom. That makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, I I view wisdom more in the application of something. So I think they're holding to statements of truth, but like them offering it in a a way of condemnation or in a way of like judgmentalism. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, that's not wise. Exactly. So.
0: Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Happens every once in a while. (laughs) Well, yeah, I have different other things. So (laughs) what do you do?
2: What do you do if wisdom was not applied? You really messed it up and wisdom wasn't applied. You see the results of that. The fruit is there. What is the process that how you would apply wisdom when you have acknowledged, oh, my gosh, I did not function in wisdom.
1: Well, I think for anything, if you see your wrongdoing, you need to make right. Like, I, I think now this is a, how do, now how- that question has opened up another thing that I've been thinking about. It <laughs> okay. doesn't necessarily deal with this thing, but I'll bring it up but anyways, because that's how life is. Right. I mean, our conversations, I'm like, yeah, yeah we're going to talk about cars, but we end up really <laughs> talking about any, Bioengineered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't totally thought this out, so it's not going to be fully articulate, but I, I think sometimes, like, w- we look at the grace of God and it's like, why well, did this wrong? And because the grace of God is there, I'm forgiven and then I can just move on. Mm-hmm. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, was it Zacchaeus? Like, he stole money and then he went and back made retribution right mm-hmm. yeah. like if I if I stole your purse and I'm like man I'm really sorry well what's your next question can I have my <laughs> purse back <laughs> and so you were saying well, I guess this fits because you're like well what what happens if you know that you did something that was wrong what is wisdom to make it right mm-hmm. And I think in some, like, church circles, it's like, well, it's just under the blood now. And then you just, like, even, like, when you look at the prodigal son, like, the prodigal son said, I've sinned against my father and And against heaven. Yeah, Like, it's not just making it right with heaven. It's also making it right with those here on earth. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was just... I don't know if it fits, but that's just something that I've been thinking about. Is like we're just like okay, I'm washed in the blood. God made it right now. I'm back on my course. Well, if you did something, yeah, like there is, can I have my purse back? Oh, and that would actually—I don't want to use the word penance, Mm-mm. but it's, it's
0: repentance. A, yeah, repentance. It's a change of way. You're you're changing what you did before by <laughs> doing the right thing.
1: And let's say you're one that likes to spout off your opinion. It might be like, you know what? I was a fool. Yeah. I had opinions on things and I was wrong for slandering your character because mm-hmm. you didn't believe that you could eat food offered to idols. I'll just <laughs> use that one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I was when I asked that question, I was thinking about what you brought about in the very beginning because... If I didn't function in wisdom, then I might need to stop and go back and say, where's the knowledge? What what did I miss in the knowledge part, in the facts part, in
1: the understanding part? Well, the, the facts could be part? correct. Yeah, or the, the facts understanding. facts could be correct, but it was misaligned. Yeah, they, I the, didn't have the, the dots were not connected. Yeah,
2: the understanding.
1: Yeah. And so so if you didn't walk in wisdom you can say do i have accurate information right go back and look and say actually i missed it here right actually i do have correct information oh i didn't see the full picture of this yeah, yeah i think that's the, what it is most of the time yeah, it might be time, accurate information
0: yeah. but you don't have all of the yeah, information yeah i don't have the
1: capacity to know everything yeah. like we are finite we mm-hmm. we don't we're limited
2: yeah, because I took what you said in the beginning, and I thought, wow, even because we always don't always function in wisdom, if I can stop, and I'm not talking about against someone else, you know, I sold their person, I give it back. I'm talking about just, wow, I made that decision that was not wise. What hindered my ability to walk in wisdom? Ah, I didn't have the correct information, or I didn't have the understanding putting the dots together to know uh,
1: ahead of time before I made the decision. So it's really, you can trace back how you arrived at right, that decision. That's what I was thinking yeah.
2: in, in that question to say, okay, wow. It, so instead of beating ourselves up for doing or functioning in a way that wasn't wisdom, you know, maybe we didn't have wisdom in handling our finances right, or we went and did whatever it might be, go back and say, Okay, let me get the correct information this time.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it is the information problem because uh, or the as understanding. A parent, you're like you you jump on your kid and you're like, Oh, you actually didn't say that? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Well
1: you might have thought about saying it, so that's why <laughs>
2: So you you got the information, but then you gained understanding. So then, or you got
1: wrong information. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever been so worried about a situation or offended by something and you're it like, even it a, wasn't even true? Yeah, yeah. So I would say trace back to the beginning. Do I yes. have correct information? Right. How do you walk in wisdom? It's the application of correct knowledge and understanding. Go back. Do I have correct information? Do I have total understanding maybe not total but do i have a good picture of this and sometimes it's not you just trying to figure it out maybe sometimes it's asking those who are involved so you can get a fuller picture
2: so then you're able to step out in wisdom mm-hmm. and in clarity of thought and even peace mm-hmm. because i know my information is accurate i have i took the time to gain understanding of that for its application So, I can have a greater level of confidence that the choice that I'm making is really wise. Mm -hmm. And if I fall, a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. So, there is a way to go back instead of, oh, I just repent. No, because I never went back and got the right information. So, it's like finding where I had a misstep so I could correct it there
1: that's why I was talking about repentance. Like, Oh wow. I didn't have full understanding. I could go back and, um, make right. What was wrong.
0: Yeah. I think that's to me, that's what it is. It's saying I was wrong admitting I was wrong. I want to make it right.
1: And that's what I was going back to like in a lot of like, and maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's just how I thought, but in sometimes in church culture, it's very just between you and God yeah, making it right with God, and then I'm good to go. I'm back mm-hmm. on the right path. I just repented. Jesus is good with me. I'm good with you know. Mm-hmm. And there's an, oh, you mean I devastated a friend, or mm-hmm. I like whatever it is. It's like I think there is a, a part of repentance that not only deals with yeah being in right standing in heaven, but also being in right standing with it's those that heaven. we have wrongly yeah.
0: Well, those are kind of more along the lines of like what I had as far as notes of like, what does the Bible actually say that wisdom looks like? Like we're speaking in a very macro sense, but like the Bible actually gives us the character, the expression of wisdom in a lot of ways. And we don't have time, but like Proverbs and James are the two like big books known for wisdom, but they just talk about so much of like how we use our words and And that our words have power, like James, this is one scripture kind of makes me laugh like in a sobering way, but it's like, you use the same mouth. It's kind of like you use the same mouth to kiss a baby and to curse your mama. Like (laughs) like, you use the same mouth to bring blessing and cursing. And it goes, this should not be so like, it just gives us really like poignant outlines of like when you do this, you are not walking in wisdom. When you do this, you are walking in wisdom. I'm just kind of like just very practically looking and going, am I conducting my life in a way of wisdom? Because it tells you a lot of the ways of what wisdom looks like and what it doesn't. Like, how do I respond to my brother? Am I doing that in wisdom? Um so just I guess I just came at a more practical angle with it, but um, like if I want to live a life of wisdom, I need to seek out what wisdom does and doesn't look like. And we can do that.
1: And there are things in scripture that are very plain. Yeah. So it's not like this. I'm on this search for truth to find the hidden secrets. That's what I'm it, saying. It would just yeah. be like, Hey, maybe slow to speak and, uh, quick to listen. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe
0: which are really hard things to exactly. actually do. So
1: maybe just start with those that are clear. Yeah. Like we want to debate about things that aren't clear in scripture and <laughs> we know, fail so just... to even do the things <laughs> that are clear.
0: Yeah. Like our words. I think that's a huge one. Like how am I using my words? And like scripture is really, really clear that like James says, like your words could burn down a forest. Like, your words have power like owning that fact that that my words can bring wisdom and peace and understanding and clarity or they can burn down a forest <laughs> like so what am i doing with my words how am i treating people like you were just talking about like repentance with a brother like i am not i have not historically that has not been my strongest suit like i might repent in my heart but actually Sucking it up enough to go and like face that person, not like via text message, but like <laughs> look them in the eyes and go, I was wrong. How can I make it right? Like that is so hard. Like maybe it's easy for everybody else, but it's hard for me. So just allowing wisdom, like, you know, Proverbs talks about lady wisdom, like let her teach you. So being that way, being a student of wisdom and i have got so so far to go in that but w- my motto in most things is one step at a time so like what is the thing i want to i want to work on applying wisdom in this area of my life and and going after it
1: one area of wisdom that i need to work on is when is it appropriate to be funny <laughs> and uh, an example of that is my yeah, si-
2: is sarcasm wisdom <laughs>
1: It can be. It can. I don't know. I'm just making it up right now. You might have to
0: get some information on that. one. There's actually a lot of like sarcasm and satire in the Bible. Oh, Oh, the heart is deceitfully wicked.
1: (laughs) Well, my sister-in-law, she she posted this um, Bill Johnson quote, and it was like, "If God inhabits the praises of His people, who inhabits uh, your complaining or are complaining?" and it was very serious for her and i was like i found a a gift that had this characterized devil with flames in him laughing and i put it up and then she responded and was like this is something that I need to be think about every time. And I was like, I'm not sure. And then my mother-in-law liked her response. I was like, they are taking this way too seriously. I was just being funny. The truth is yes. Are we saying the devil inhabits the praises of her complaining or, or the, yeah. So I was being kind of funny and, and I don't know if they viewed it as funny. I don't know. So that's what I'm learning. Not everybody thinks everything is funny. Need
0: the audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she laughs at the things that I put. It's just well, when just I put that.
2: Put a parenthesis, ha, huh, and another parenthesis to say I'm being funny. Part of funny. the funny, maybe the, the
1: joy that I get out of it is like them taking it seriously. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just being funny, guys. Like, oh my. I actually I think Aiden is really appreciating my humor because I'll I'll uh show him things that I post online, like to stuff like that, and he thinks it's the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets it.
0: So You've the doesn't one, fall one
2: far like from you. the tree.
1: <laughs> He's like, my dad's pretty funny. <laughs> he thought the, the devil gif was very funny. <laughs> Oh my! So I'm learning to walk
0: in <laughs> wisdom, and uh... well, I want to bring up one at last. I know we're getting so long, but I think this is important. Sometimes, like we want wisdom, we want to walk in wisdom, but I think sometimes um, we're actually being led by fear rather than wisdom. Like if mm. if we're not making a decision because we don't have every duck in the row. Mm -hmm. um, And we say like, well, I want to be wise in this. I just think sometimes the root of it is fear. The root of that is fear because um, actually God, when God speaks to us, he doesn't, not all the ducks are in a row in our eyes In his eyes. Yeah. He, he knows the beginning from the end. But if, if I'm actually being held back from obedience or faith or making those steps, Um, that's not actually wisdom. We're actually walking in fear.
1: That's why I stated earlier, it's like in our society, we are so super highly independent and we feel like we got to make all our decisions on our own. And sometimes just reaching out and say, how do you see this? How do you Mm -hmm. view it? Am I walking in fear? Is this really fear or is this wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. And. Be wise and not call up the person that is just as fearful as you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have, if you, it's hard like to say, if you hear from the Lord, cause we know sometimes maybe it was a pizza dream, <laughs> but like if you really do have a strong conviction about something, maybe it was a pet peeve. Yeah. Yeah. But like seek wise counsel, seek out instruction, seek out wisdom. You want to do it rightly, but ultimately like make the step of obedience. <laughs> don't sit on that forever because because um, sometimes you don't have understanding and you can still have peace, <laughs> like the peace that passes understanding. Sometimes you don't have the understanding and the wisest things to do is just step out in obedience and trust that. Um, that he is wiser than I am and that, um, ultimately if I'm seeking after his heart, you know, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So that's like, ultimately wisdom is following him. Even my understanding hasn't gotten there yet.
1: (laughs) Well, you have to understand that not, not every decision is forever yeah like the prodigal son made a decision
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he returned,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: like you could make a decision out of fear frustration offense, and it might be a couple years of like walking through that, and like I was wrong, mm-hmm. or I walked in fear,
0: so, yeah and the other side of that is like you can procrastinate on something or just be really, really fearful of something, and then. Hey, I was I waited so long, that was wrong of me. Like repenting on that well, side Well, I'm of saying
1: my my thought is kind of combating that. It's like
0: Oh, I'm going to make a mistake. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm like being okay. I will probably fail. Yeah. Or I will screw this up to a little bit or I won't do it perfectly yeah. or someone might be mad at me because of this decision or whatever. I'm just saying Yeah. Step out and if you make a mistake, well there's repentance, there's making it right. There's um making things right if you hurt someone mm-hmm. but i mean that's really fear based i have to do this perfect yeah and that that's all fear based mm-hmm. perfectionism is fear based
0: you just see sometimes that wisdom gets slapped on that yeah. <laughs> and i'm like well not that i'm not guilty I'm of so it i'm so wise
1: i hid in my cave my whole <laughs> life and <laughs> i never had a problem <laughs> i have gangrene but i never had a problem <laughs> My teeth are falling out, and I don't know how to interact with most people, <laughs> but I may... <mean, laughs>
0: but no one hurts my feelings. No one. I mean, a safe bubble of yeah. myself.
2: Yeah. Oh, if you've just seen their facial expressions.
1: <laughs> I mean, we were joking, but that's a very real like <laughs> yeah. response yeah. by people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's wisdom. Well... Okay.
1: <laughs> the cave of isolation.
0: The whole other topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I got my last note in, so... Well,
1: and even <laughs> with that, it's kind of like you, you can't approach the word with a baked-in conclusion. Like, if you're looking for reasons to isolate, yeah. you will find tons of reasons to isolate in the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you already come with a baked-in conclusion, you're going to find it. Yeah. So that's a side thing, but... <laughs> Like it's important to really come to the scripture and be open to what is actually being communicated versus what you want it to say.
0: Mm-hmm. I think those pieces of wisdom. I just saw the world's yeah. problems right there.
1: <laughs> A man of wisdom.
0: Gosh, I gonna say those little pieces of wisdom are often the the least elusive parts of scripture. So, like. Just do those those little bits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, like if you go into like justifying isolation and then you read a scripture verse about the body of Christ and being connected and you're like, the Lord is mysterious and we don't always understand what he's <laughs> yeah. trying to say. <laughs> you're yeah. like, no, you just want to do what you want to do. And you, because you already baked it into your conclusion, you're going to find anything. So that's why we need people to call out your, how can I say this? Your junk. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you don't have to do it alone.
0: You should exchange life with
1: people. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's an idea. Just throwing it out there. That life exchange could be healthy. Yeah. All right, Katie, lead us out.
0: <laughs> All right. Um we would love it if you would I need something else to say to like throw people off though. <laughs> like, we would love it if you would eat lasagna for dinner tonight. <laughs> or, like, um, like, rate, rate, review, rate, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you're following. Um, we are always open to topic suggestions, or if you have comments on the show, you can find that email in the show notes as well. Uh, let us know you're listening. And just if you just say hi, I'm so and so from wherever. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, all right, we so. have
1: a lot of viewers in Antarctica, according to the analytics.
0: No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> she goes really. <laughs>
1: This is my life I try to be funny And Really? Really Is there like a science base down there That we're touching The lives of scientists down in I could have said I made it simple I could have said any country or any continent And I made it very clear That it was a joke And you're like, really? Really?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
1: Thanks for listening to Life Exchange. We'll be back next week with more conversation on topics of life and leadership. Until next time, be sure to check out our website at givinglight.org where you can learn more about our church and access loads of resources to help you grow in your walk with God and people. If you like what you heard today, we'd be grateful if you would leave a five-star review and share with your friends. Be blessed. Remember to shine your light and have a great week. Thank you.